So this is Ray of RebelEars.com. I'm here with Henry with the three. Um, what up, what up? <laughs> so tell a little information about like your background, uh, being a producer slash engineer. For sure. Uh, about seven years ago, I was in college for business marketing. And that's kind of like a major you choose and you don't know what you want to do, which is my case, exactly. Yeah. And I met my guy, Justin Padrone, producing and engineering at the time. And it, the timing was just perfect because he had to need a roommate and I was super interested in what he was doing. So I moved in with him and basically watched him and helped him and studied him every day until I was up and running on my own. And fast forward to today, I got my own little home studio set up and I've been engineering, producing for a living now for about five years or so. Yeah. And I remember, you know, back in 882 days, I was watching you doing sessions with Justin Trinidad James when he made his Don't Be Safe mixtape that came out, had all gold, everything on it. That was um, a classic. Doing a lot with Taylor, Justin Padrone, Mike Villo, working with different producers. What are some um, other producers that you work with other than Taylor? And put that um, social media, let everybody know how they can get in touch with them, just in case if they want to work with more producers. For sure, yeah. I'd say Taylor is the main one. He, I met him at that same time, uh, and we haven't we haven't really stopped since then. At H Taylor one, I'd say I probably have just as many beats with Taylor as I have by myself. I mean, we're constantly, I have a couple I need to work on right now, <laughs> now that you bring it up. Okay. Um, but, like, some newer people, um, you know, I'm open to, like, I like collabing with people that have, like, kind of a different sound from me, because it always creates something kind of different, you know. It's, we make, me and Taylor have been working together a long time, so our sounds are kind of similar, but it's fun when you can introduce someone else, even, maybe not even a beat maker, maybe a guitar player, you know, or a saxophone player, something of that nature, to kind of take your sound and combine it with someone else's sound, and you're creating a new sound. That always comes out cool. Yeah, it helps you to, you know, just build a connection, work with more people, and just see where it can go. So name one artist, one producer, and one engineer, and the reason why. Okay. I'd love to work with Mike Dean, engineer, producer, just because I love what he's doing. I love... I feel like I get along with him pretty well. Like we could talk about a lot of stuff, and obviously I love his work and everything he's done. I want to I want to do kind of stuff somewhat similar to how he's doing it, doing some live shows with Travis and all that. That'd be a lot of fun. I'm a big fan of the baby right now. Love to get a song with him. Just he's, I know he's hot right now. I think he's got a good sound. He could stick around longer than a lot of these one hit wonder kind of guys. Um, producers, man, there's so many good producers. I love to work with like. Large scale, Timbaland is fantastic. I love Rick Rubin. And then like even some little guys coming up, you know. I, I like uh I like Ronnie J. Has some like crazy I love how he makes beats on his laptop speakers and he just goes what by what sounds cool to him. And that reminds me not to be too technical sometimes and just focus on what sounds good. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to put too much into um your production, or even your mix, because the thing is, it gets oversaturated. You might use something wrong. So let me ask you this. What was the last song you listened to that was on the radio or any streaming network that's you're a, using? That's a great question, because it's funny when you start like working on music all the time. At least for me, I like listen to the radio less and less. Like, I'm listening to my own music. Yeah. Um, I'll, listen to, I'll listen to the radio to like make sure I hear how songs sound sonically. Yeah. So I'm kind of mixing them similar, and they, they don't... Um, 
don't like stand out, you know, too much. They kind of fit on a radio kind of platform. But yeah. now when I listen to music, I'm trying to switch it up, really, and listen to different stuff. I've been listening to a lot of classical stuff, some lo-fi stuff, just to get like a fresh ear, really even podcasts and like non-music stuff. Yeah, just have yeah. material, content out, and see where it goes. Yeah. Who inspired you? That's a, that's a good question. Um, my, my parents, for sure. I mean, you know, they they started off with no money and they, they made a pretty good living, you know, working for themselves. And I always thought that was cool. So when I saw this opportunity to kind of do something for me and not have a boss, I kind of gravitated toward that. And I think that's, you can kind of control how much or how little you work and it's all on you. And the fails are all going to be on you. And I like, I like kind of being in control and taking oh. it wherever I want to take it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. let me ask you this: name a session that just like one of the best ones you have. That is a good one. That is a really good one. It's been a lot. Um, hmm. That is tough. For like, for any reason, like just won't forget something goofy happened or yeah it could be just one of those stories be like you know this is this is one of those moments can't forget name. okay i'll never forget one session i had with an artist i worked really close with named alex austin oh yeah I remember. Uh, we, we came in with uh he had a few songs he knew he wanted to do and he had some people some collaborators some uh people that are under also his uh independent label yeah. that he was working with at the time and we recorded the songs and they were dope Everyone was liking him, but, and, and we had like 20, 30 minutes left in the session, and he had me cook up a quick beat, just with no type of guidelines, and we started just throwing stuff together, and we came out with one of the best songs, in my opinion, that me and him have done together, and everyone wanted to get on it, and I can't say too much about it now, because it will be coming out. Oh, it's not even out yet. But it's funny how, I'll never forget just the last 20 minutes, and how that beautiful magic moment can happen anytime. You just gotta keep your head down and make it happen. Just keep grinding. Stay consistent. Um, Shit happens how it's supposed to, you know? Yeah. You know, you gotta network, stay consistent. You know, grow with people because what happened, a lot of people feel comfortable where they're at, but they're stagnant. And what happened is they miss out on opportunities from going to music events, networking on social media, you know, DMing. Different producers, yeah, artists being, you want to work being with. Being comfortable yeah. is not the move at all. As soon as you feel comfortable, it's time to start trying something else. Yeah, you got to. You got to because, you know, a lot of people feel comfortable. And around the time you feel comfortable, that's when, you know, everything falls down because you're not putting out content. You're not calling nobody. You're not making time to get involved with people's ideas. It's a lot that goes into it. It is. I definitely agree. So, what's a ritual you have that you do every session you have, you feel like? A ritual? Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Before I dive into anything with any artists, I like to I like to listen to some other stuff, maybe play some older records and kind of set the tone. Um, let me think of something better, though. That's not like every session. Um, I definitely like to have, like, little mental resets, too. Like, if we've been going for, you know, hours and hours into a session, yeah, you can get kind of cloudy and your brain can start thinking in different ways. You start hearing music differently. I like to get up and walk around. And I actually have a pool table here. So one of my favorite little resets is I'll just play a quick game of pool for like five, ten minutes. 
get back into it better. Uh, it, it's funny, the guys that make South Park, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, I yeah. remember they had a documentary about um, making South Park, and they had, they do something similar when they've been just coming up with ideas, bashing their heads against the wall for a long time. They'll go in their offices and do Legos because they say it's good to have like a different part of their brain. They have something telling them what to do instead of them calling the shots. Yeah, kind of similar to that. Okay. Also, a personal tip to help others that you believe. A personal tip to help others? Yes. Um, anybody? Or like producers? Or Okay, so a personal tip that um, helps you to stay focused during a session. It could be mixing, producing, whatever. Staying focused, okay. Well, it's kind of the same thing. Like, definitely resetting every once in a while is good. Um, I think communication is important. I think I think a lot of producers, engineers, artists might work too long on something that maybe they're just not feeling. You know, I think you have to be okay, like, moving on to something instead of just trying to make something work. If it's not working, I think there's no shame in starting from scratch. I think communicating a mixture, everyone's on the board. Make sure everyone likes what they're working on. So you maximize your time. I think that's very important. Yeah. So, favorite compressor and why? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'll, I'll say first that, like, I've, lately I've been digging to, not, like, getting into, like, name brand kind of stuff. I do have a ton of plugins, but, like... Oh, yeah, of course. When you really know the fundamentals, I've been getting into the fundamentals. And these programs we're using are so good these days. It's, like, the stock plugins on most of these can really get the job done a lot of times. But, um... Compressors, I mean, depending on the job, you know, um, I got this Slate microphone and it comes it's the BMS. A, a bundle of Slate plugins. I've been using the Slate compressors on vocals, um, UAD, and everything they make is gold. I, I like the their SSL emulator for uh, master compression. If you know what you want to hear you can, and you know the fundamentals, you can make it happen. That's true. So you're talking about the G compressor with the SSL. Yeah, G. He's pretty fire. Just like just get that needle moving a little bit. It kind of like squeezes the whole thing together a little bit sometimes. It just sounds very good. What's a dream mic for you that you feel like you're gonna like? What's what's that final mic you want? I would say, man, if I had all the money in the world, a mic wouldn't even be the first thing that I went to. I have this Slate digital mic that emulates all the top mics really well. Yeah, and I love it. And it's a thousand dollars, and they gave me four years to pay it off with no interest. And I, I feel like I'll use this for a while, but you know, if, if I really had all the money in the world, and it's—I know there's artists that like their own kind of mics, they have their favorites. Yeah. So, you know, if I had to buy a U87 or a C800 or something like that in the future, you know, and I had the money, then I would. But microphone's not on the top of my list again. Like gear these days is good; you can get a good sound with regular sounding stuff. Uh, I would hate to think that gear is holding anybody back. Yeah. So what would you call the perfect vocal chain as of right now? Because I know it can change day by day, session to session, but what's like your go-to vocal chain? Yeah, and it should change. That's another thing about not being comfortable, you know. Um, and, and again, of course, it depends on what the artist likes to hear. But yeah. me personally, um, I mean, I can tell you by default, when anyone steps into my vocal booth, they've got they got a little slate compressor on there, usually a faster attack to catch like the transients, doing like whatever two to five dBs compression. Um, small little EQ, but now some low end mud. 
and maybe maybe a, a very quiet kind of quarter half note delay a little pinch of reverb i think is enough to make any artist feel confident you know and sound like they're in a studio which is what's most important at the end of the day is the artist has to be vibing and feel good course if they don't like the session then they're gonna like you know i don't know if i'm gonna come here again the quicker you work yeah. the more key commands you know when you're efficient people are gonna keep constantly coming back yeah i mean i've, I've always preached about um, if the artist isn't comfortable then you can have a two million dollar studio if they don't feel good in it they're not gonna sound good in it you know yeah three more things when you are producing what is your signature sound because i know you produce and mix so I'm trying to figure out um, the blend that you have. What is your go-to? That's a good question. And I think uh, I think signature sounds are important. Yeah. Just as much as I think it's important to vary up your sound, try different things. But um, I was a drummer uh, before I started doing music like on the computer. So I've always been pretty big on drums. Um, if my drums aren't hitting, you know, I'm probably a little uncomfortable with it. <laughs> so I'd say like a, Bouncy drumline is very important. Um, I'm pretty open melodically. You know, I made a beat yesterday with some Indonesian bells that I've never heard before, but it's still got uh, still got my bounce to it. So I definitely have an Atlanta drum kind of sound. I know how to make them hit pretty hard on phone speakers and laptop speakers. So I would say if I had any kind of signature, it would be probably be hard hitting drums. Okay. What was your last mix? Last mix, um, produced and mixed a song for my homegirl, Lauren Kay, and she features a rapper I work with a lot, Frank Mason, and I think I saw she just submitted it to King Court today, too, so that'll be out soon. Um, a cool kind of like, it's a variety track she sings on it, but I still have, still have my bounce in it, so it's got elements of different kind of sound, and again, collaboration put stuff together and come up with a new thing to create stuff. Uh, Pharrell said something about that, like peanut butter and chocolate are amazing <laughs> separately. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, someone thought to put them together <laughs> and now you have Reese's. That's true. That's true. You got you to take a chance. So, yeah. one thing I want to do with you you and I, we're going to create an ebook, okay? What's, um, what would it be? Like, compression, EQ, drums, mix, production, mastering? Like, what would be your first ebook? We're going to create it. It's a good question. Um, I, I do a lot of the engineering because I love it and it pays the bills, but I, I'd love to, like, I'd love to focus on production if possible. If I were to create something like that, yeah. it's just fundamentals, you know? Um, Matter of fact, we should. I'd love to give out kits. Let's I'd do that. Okay, so we're going to make a drum kit together. Like, we'll sit down. We're going to give it out. We're going to create some drum yeah. kits that you're going to sell. We're going to sell. But the ebook, so it would be something dealing with production, right? Your first ebook? I would probably be more into it that way. Okay. In the book, would it be like, okay, it'll be stuff that deals with logic, right? Or we could cover fundamental stuff that could, you know, work across the board. Or we could go, we could target, you know, people that work in logic and do that too because there's a lot of people that produce in logic you can That's go either way i guess and one more thing i want to get from you um a template um a henry with the three template for mixing and producing 
It could be like something simple that just be like, um, it'll have your drum kits in there already set up in the template. Yeah. Something to just get people up and running. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I like it. So, name five people you feel like everybody should start following and get to know. Okay. Um, well, for content, I mean, Gary V is at the top. I mean, he, he just gets it. He's, he's the guy when it comes to content. Yes, he um, is. I'm constantly consuming everything he puts out. Adam Ivey is the guy that I've been studying a lot lately. He's, Adam people Ivey. have called him the Gary V of music. Yeah, business marketer, marketer he is. He's got a lot of great ideas. Yes, he does. I learned um, a lot from, um, you know, IG, different things when it comes to stories. Um, YouTube, that's next. Yep. Yeah, he's great on YouTube. He, he does a, usually at least a video a week, and I gain value from pretty much all of them. Gotcha. He's, he's very good. I like Cymatics. I like what Cymatics is doing. Oh, it's, there's a couple guys from Atlanta that started a sample kind of company that they, they sell uh, samples, sample packs. And they're doing a lot more than that now. I think they're doing social media and content the right way. Yeah. Um, Having um, that network event, you know, I was there. Izzy was there. Shout out to Izzy. He was there. And um, he actually, it was funny because, um, you know, everybody is there to network, right? But in my opinion, uh when you go to an event, the first person you want to meet is the guy who's over the event. Either the owner of the building or who's ever hosting the event. Like, you can meet everybody there. It's cool, get number, get business card, get email, get um, social media, all that. But in the end, the purpose for you to go to an event is so you can already know what's the next event they're going to have. So you can be consistent on them seeing you face-to-face. they like, oh, man, I saw you last time. Right. And then, you know, it right. builds from there. And these are guys that have obviously, you know, gotten to a point where they can put on these events I think that's a point where a lot of us want to be. So you obviously want to watch the people that, you know, are closer to where you want to be to learn how to get there, right? Yeah. Shouts out to Cymatics, too. Steven Cymatics, Drew Cymatics, they got the Cymatics show. Leah Culver was on there, too. She was. Everyone should follow her, too. Leah Culver Music. Fantastically talented artist I work with. Puts on shows that put everyone else's shows to shame. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah, especially at the Magic Festival this year. Um, shout out Midnight Panda, uh, Eddie Gold, Scott Freeze. I know they killed it with the Six Feathers. Um, they had their own stage All at Magic Festival. Team. Yeah, but I want to thank you, Henry, for you know taking the time for us to talk about some ideas, what you um, like, what we gonna um, expect from you. Um, anything, anything for you, man. I met you when I was getting started in this, and uh, yeah. you've been the most genuine person since then. So go ahead and tell everybody your social media, how they can get in touch with you, your website, all that. Go ahead and give them all the information. Yep. Um, at Henry with a three. That's H3NRY with a three. Um, everywhere but Twitter, someone took my name and they won't, and it's deactivated and contacted them and they won't let me have it yet. So still working on that. Henry with a three.com. Can't remember that. I also got heartbeats.net. That's my beat store. It's kind of where I'm trying to push a lot of traffic these days. And um, yeah, YouTube, Henry with a three. I do beat videos. Apple Music, Henry with a three. Because the E was taken. The E was taken? The E was already taken, man. I had to figure something else out. I'll, I'll keep everyone updated with everything on Instagram for sure. I'm doing giveaways. I'm going to be doing drum packs with you. 
I'm going to be joining, I'm going to be doing all kinds of stuff, you know, releasing new music, and it'll all be, it'll all be there. Okay. And last thing. So when it comes to the giveaway, I want to do a giveaway with you. Probably when this come out, mm-hmm. I want to give away um, an Akai Mini MPK. For sure. Of course, they're going to have to follow both of us. Um, we're going to put the description at the bottom. And like I said, I'm hey, this bringing is, value to the people. Yeah. But we're going to talk more because I actually need to sit down with you to create an ebook for producers. Um, you got to have your own course when it comes to logic. You down with that, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, shoot. Well, thank you, Henry, with the three, for this time to talk. And we're going to see you in the near future. Follow his IG, all his social media, get in contact with him if you need production, if you need mixing. And he does mastering also. So that's up in the air. Right. So shout every- out Ozone. Yeah, shout out Ozone. So from everybody at Rebel Ears, thank you for tuning in. And don't be scared to um, be a rebel.